Welcome to Growing Your Team, a podcast designed for small business owners seeking to grow their company with the help of employees and contractors. Your time is limited, which means growing and leveraging teams is essential for business success. The Growing Your Team podcast is the place to learn tips and techniques designed to help you know when it's the right time to hire, how to select perfect fit team members, and how to maximize productivity while creating a positive work environment. Drawing from her 10 plus years of leadership and hiring experience, here is your host, Jamie Van Kuyk. Hello, Jamie Van Kuyk here, and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, I'm answering the question, how many people should make it to each round of your hiring process before you make the decision on who moves to the next round or who you offer the position to? So this is a question that came up with actually a few of my clients over the last few weeks. One in particular sat there to say, I need to see X amount of people before I make a decision. And then another one said, I found a candidate that I love, but I'm not ready to make a decision yet because I haven't reviewed, I haven't interviewed enough people in this phase of the process. So I want to keep going. And There's so many people who feel this way, that feel that you need to interview a lot of people or interview not necessarily a lot of people, but a specific number of people before you make your hiring decision. And I'm here to tell you how many people that should be. The amount of people that you should interview or move through each phase of your process is as many people as needed in order for you to find the right person for the position. So this means you could have only one person that goes all the way through your process, and if that one person is right for the position, then you should hire that person. You shouldn't hold out until you interview so many people. You only need to hire, or you only need to find one person. And if that one person is the first person through your process, then hire them. On the flip side, maybe you need to put a lot more through your process because you're finding out that none of the ones that passed the previous round really have everything you need once you dig deeper. Now, if you get to too many people, this might mean that you need to change things up in your previous round to identify those people who are not a good fit sooner, but you need to keep going until you find the right person. So here is the problem with focusing on a certain number of people with each round. When you do that, and let's say your number is five, you want five people to make it to that final interview before you make a decision. You are then selecting the best of that five. That doesn't mean that either one of those five is right for the position. So once you set your sights on a specific number, You are no longer focusing on who is right for the position. You're focusing on who is best for the position of that group. But the right person might not be in that group. They might or they might not. So you need to focus not on how many people make it through your process, but does the right person make it through the process? So what is the downside of waiting? To say, well, I think this person is the right person, but I want to get a few more people in. The downside of waiting 
is maybe you eventually realize that that first person that you really liked was the right person for the position. But it's now been weeks since you last interviewed them and they've taken an offer elsewhere. Or even if they haven't taken a job offer elsewhere, they are no longer really interested in the position with you because you took so long after that final interview, they're assuming that you're really not that into them, that they're almost feeling like a consolation prize versus the top candidate. So when you wait too long, you potentially lose a good candidate. So what should you do? Well, the first thing is you need to review each candidate as an individual. Does that candidate have what it takes to move to the next round? Does that candidate have what it takes to succeed in the position and shows you that they deserve to be hired? If so, then hire that person or move that person on to the next round if this isn't the final round yet. Don't wait because you want to compare them to someone else. You shouldn't be comparing them to somebody else. You need to compare them against what is needed to succeed in the position. Most of the time when people want to wait and compare candidates to one another, it's because they themselves don't trust their decision. They're having things that are holding them back in the hiring process that are making them say, well, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, but what if this happens? And you start letting all these what ifs. Maybe you had someone in that position that didn't work out before and you want to avoid that. But here's the thing. If you have the right hiring process, if you're using the right criteria to review your candidates, if you're asking the right questions during the interview, you can determine if this person is going to repeat the behaviors of someone who didn't work out or they're going to succeed in the role. It comes down to having the right hiring process. And like I said, you want to compare each individual to the criteria of success not against each other. When we review candidates against each other, that should only be when we've already determined that those candidates as individuals have the criteria needed to succeed. Then we're just deciding who would be a better fit for the company. Why should you hire candidate A over candidate B? That is the time when you start comparing candidates to each other, when you've already proven that they are both qualified and can succeed in the role. Before that, candidates should not be compared to each other. They should only be compared as individuals to the criteria that you have set forth of what will make someone succeed in the role. So what this means is maybe you're gonna be extremely lucky And the first candidate that you invite to the hiring process and goes through all your set interviews is the person that's right for the position. And you can offer that position and have that new person start sooner than waiting and dragging out the process. It might mean that you have to go through a bunch of candidates to find the right person. But you want to make sure that you're not holding out on this, what is seen as this perfect number of candidates to be seen. You don't want to say, we're going to move the top five from the first interview to the second interview and focus on, well, who goes into that top five and start comparing them to each other? You need to compare the candidates 
to the criteria, see who's qualified. And then if you only have time for five interviews and you have, for example, six candidates that qualify for that next interview, then you can look to see, well, comparing them to each other, which is more deserving of one of those five spots and put the other one in a hold pattern until you determine if you have the right person in those five. But don't, don't, don't wait on making decisions until you've interviewed so many people. Because a person does not become qualified because they're better than someone else. A person becomes qualified because they are right for the role. They are the right person to bring onto your team because the interview process has helped you determine that they are qualified, that they have what is needed to succeed in the role. So if you're listening to this and say, that's great. I like this idea that I don't have to interview a set number of candidates, that I don't have to wait until I get so many people into the process before making the decision. But at the same time, you're saying, but I'm having a really hard time figuring out if someone is truly qualified for the role. I have a, I'm having a hard time letting myself make a decision and stop letting fears and uncertainties get in the way. If this is you, this is common, but I'm here to help. Set up a call with me and let's see if you are right for going through my hire method. So with my hire method that I take all my clients through, we start off digging into the hiring details about your position. This is where we really learn who you need to hire, what's going to make someone successful in the role, and what does this position really look like in your company. Because the same position with the same responsibilities in your company versus another company is going to require two different people because there's going to be two different criteria for success based on that boss's point of view. So we're going to dig in to say, who is the person you really need for success? We then move into initiating our advertising plan. This is how do we get the position in front of the right person? And how do we write that position so it attracts the right person? So that way you're not wasting your time on a high number of unqualified candidates and just waiting for someone qualified to apply. We're going to help you put a job posting out there that's going to speak exactly to the person that you want to hire. We're then moving on to the review process where I teach you how to review candidates, how to know each step of the way if someone is qualified or not. And you get all the insight of not just what to look for, but why it is important based on going back to our hiring details, what you told me is needed to succeed in the position and what you're going to be happy with. And lastly, we talk about expectations for success. What is going to make someone fit in this position long-term and how can you get them quickly onboarded, trained, and up to speed so that way you are reaping the benefits of having this person on your team instead of seeing just the dollars go out every time you issue a paycheck. So if you're a small business owner who is ready to hire a team member who's going to help them succeed and you're ready to do it well and be able to easily identify the right candidate, the right person that you should offer the position to, then let's jump on a call. You can schedule your call at growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart. 
Once again, that's growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart or send me an email at jamie, J-A-M-I-E, at growingyourteam.com. And let's talk about the higher method, see if it's right for you, and get you started so you can get the person on your team that is going to bring you to success this year, next year, and with everything you do in your business in the future. All right, so that's it for today, but let's just quickly recap. There is no magical number of candidates that you should interview in each round in order to find your right person. Don't compare candidates to each other. Only compare candidates at first to the criteria that is needed to succeed. If they pass that criteria, they then move on to the next round or they go into the list of candidates that you are potentially going to hire. You only compare candidates against each other when you've determined that you have more qualified candidates than you are going to move to the next round or when you're making that final decision between qualified candidates. But remember, someone is qualified because they have proven to you throughout the process that they have what it takes to succeed in the role. They are not qualified just because they are better than everyone else that you've interviewed throughout the process. So if you want to get started on finding your perfect fit team member, reach out, schedule your jumpstart call by going to growingyourteam.com slash jumpstart or sending me an email at jamie at growingyourteam.com. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Growing Your Team with your host, Jamie Van Kite. Be sure to subscribe and head on over to growingyourteam.com to connect, access the show notes, and discover more ways to hire and leverage your perfect fit team.